Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts. There's no question that the new systems are more efficient. Uh, but how much more efficient does it have to be to make up the cost of that replacement yeah, system? Yeah, right, right. If your old system was a, a, a an R10 or an R13 when you put it in, it's probably lost some efficiency. So let's let's just say it's R10 right now. Yeah. Okay, if you were going to look at upgrading to an R uh, to a I said R10, I'm sorry. Let's go back. A SEER rating of 10 or 13. So let's say yes. you're operating at yes. SEER rating of 10 right now. Yeah. And a new system, you go to 16 because that's kind of a standard right now. Okay. Uh, you're not going to save enough to offset that cost difference. Now, if you look at the R, uh, the SEER rating of 18 or the 21s, yeah, you're saving quite a bit on the energy then, but you're paying a lot more for the unit as well. Yeah. So that's where I come from. If if it's got a if I'm putting fifty percent of the cost of the replacement into the fix, I'm gonna get rid of it. Anything right. less than that, I gotta think real hard about it. Don, are you there? Yes. Hey, there you are. What can I do for you? Well, a friend of mine has a house that was built in 1952. Uh, we have applied the radiant barrier and insulation, but uh, her AC unit is 20 years old, and I think oh, it's just gone it's, south for the last time. It's time. Yes, uh, she has a two-ton unit in it now, and uh, I was just wondering what would be a, a good ballpark price for say a two and a half ton unit installed uh, in her house must be a pretty small house uh 1500 square feet Ooh. well here's what they need to do you need to have them come in and do a load calculation uh and that's <clears throat> actually that's required now really uh when whenever a, a ac system is being put together for a home because mm -hmm. you've changed everything in the house. You've added insulation, radiant barriers, all these different things that will affect what size unit the house needs. And quite honestly, comparing a 20-year-old two-ton with a brand-new two-ton is going to be night and day difference on what that unit's going to be capable of doing. Uh, and energy-wise, I'll bet, especially after you did all the other stuff, uh, I'll bet her energy bill goes down 60% from what it is right now when when you make that change. But as far as cost-wise, what you can expect, if all yeah. they're doing yeah. is changing out the AC unit itself, the ductwork is all going to be usable still. Correct. Uh, honest, it wouldn't surprise me if, if you're not going to be down in the somewhere between four four and five thousand maybe up as high as six depending on how efficient of a unit she wants to go with okay uh she had priced one and uh it was a two and a half ton 16 sear uh gas heat with new inside and outside units complete uh no ducking would okay. need to be done though and uh, it was at the four thousand mark and i was yep. just curious if that was a good price that is. 
Now, can okay. I ask what kind of brand was it? Uh, I'm not sure. Cause she, that's did, gonna, she didn't remember. Yeah, that's going to make a night and day difference as well. Uh, you know, she got 20 years out of the one she's got now because I'll, I'll guarantee you it, it's not one of the low-end units. Yes. It, it, was, it was one of the better units, and if she's going to stay in the house, I really recommend she goes back with, with a good brand. You know, you can get units that are cheaper, and they'll last you for 10 years, or you can buy spend another $1,000, get a much better unit, that's going to last you that 20 years. So, but uh, yeah, you're you're in the right ballpark at, at 4,000. All right, that's uh, pretty much everything I need to know. Then, thank you very much, okay. and I enjoy your show. Thank you, Rick. This is Jim. How can I help you? Uh, I have a detached garage. It's actually all bricks and everything. It's got a 10 foot sole plate, and I was going to insulate the door. And I never did have sheetrock put in it, so I'm going to insulate the walls and everything. And I'm trying to decide whether to put a window unit, where I do have a window on the the south side, or these ductless systems for efficiency. I won't be using it, but when I'm working out there in the summertime as a hobby shop. So, I don't know, maybe a window unit is fine. Well, a a window unit will keep it cool, but you are 100% correct. It's, It's going to be a lot more energy efficient. With a ductless system, to be honest with you, I'd bet if you put a ductless system in there, you'd probably keep it conditioned all the time because they the, the uh, ductless systems have a setting that's dehumidification. And so it's not going to necessarily cool it all the way down all the time, but it'll keep the air dehumidified to take better care of your tools and equipment in there. Well, it's uh, like I said, it's got a ten foot sole. It's uh, I guess what a normal one car garage width is, but it's a little deeper. It's maybe twenty six feet deep. Yeah. So uh, uh, I don't know. I haven't gone to do any calculations, and uh, it sounds like uh, since I, the electricity and everything's there, I can run my own electricity to it. Because the ductless, all I got to do is put a way for it to get the condensation outside, right? Correct. The way, the way these ductless systems work, you still have a small unit outside. You'll have a head unit that's hanging on the wall or a cassette that can go up into the ceiling depending on the use or, you know, the room and how you're going to set it up. But basically it drains outside uh, and that takes care of all the issues. You don't have to worry about it uh, having to have all the ducts run and all that kind of stuff. Now, you do have two copper hose tubes that go from the outside unit to the inside unit, but that's it. Okay. Now, the other huge advantage you would have if you went with the ductless system, that's going to have heat as well. Oh, it's a heat it, it, well, Yes, so you can have heat and air at, you know, cool air. So it, it, it gives you what you need year-round for your shop. Okay, and I, what Carrier? Who who else makes those uh, that are is a good uh, brand? Car- Carrier makes them. Dykin makes them. Mitsubishi makes them. Uh, Goodman makes one. And I will tell you, I I have a Dykin, I have a Goodman, and I have a Carrier. And I put the Carrier in my house because it was quieter, more energy efficient, uh, and it just fit the bill better. Okay, well I guess I'll just have to do. 
you know, the square footage, you know, 10-foot ceiling, I could probably put the, you know, 16 inch, inches of insulation in the attic, and I'll just put mat insulations in the wall, put sheetrock up. Yep. Uh, then I'll insulate that big, because I got a big garage door uh, that goes up nine feet, and I'll insulate the back side of that door with some of that uh, aluminum board with aluminum uh, on either side of it and glue it yeah, off. Yeah, with like radium barrier, yeah. Okay. Well, sounds like other than, I mean, I could do all the insulation except other sweating the joints, I guess. I probably could do that, but uh, i got to have a... Well, you're going to have to have an AC guy install the the system okay. because uh, not only do you have to hook the tubes up and and all that it has to be properly charged with, yeah. with the coolant and everything it, and set up properly well i've got a good ac guy so I'll, I'll talk with him so i was thinking about just putting a window unit in but now thinking through and keeping humidity right both heat and air um that, that's something to think about okay all right are you, uh, hey rick are you married yeah. oh yes Man, you, you better put that heat and cool in there because that way you got some place to go when you're in the doghouse. <laughs> I guess I get a cot out there too, huh? <laughs> hey, there you go. All right, thanks. T thanks take care. Yeah, th those ductless systems, they do work great. In fact, when I build my shop, I'm seriously, that's what I'm looking at putting in it as well. Uh, a window unit will will do it. There's no no question about it. But I want if you think about it, you spend thousands and tens of thousands of dollars on your tools and like the first email question I took for the show he's got tools rusting when you can have a ductless system you can turn the temperature up you can turn it on dehumidify and take great care of your tools for very little money when you have a window unit it's just too expensive to run to do that so I, I definitely, in that type of situation, would take a look at, at the uh, ductless or what they call a mini-split system. Now, people are going to tell you, yes, it's more expensive. You bet it is. But what are your tools worth and what is your comfort worth in the long run? On a window unit, you'll probably be replacing that window unit every three to five years. When you put in a mini-split system, the average life of those is like 25 years. So start putting numbers together, energy consumption and all that stuff, or the life of it, you're better off with the mini split system. John, how can I help you? Hi, Jim. Uh, I was calling to get your opinion on duct cleaning. I've heard, you know, never clean your ducts, and, you know, I've heard they should be cleaned. Well, my personal opinion is... Unless you've got a real good reason to clean them, don't. And and here's okay. the good reasons. And, and well, let me start off with why I say that. What's the air that's going through the ductwork typically? It's, it's filtered air. Exactly. It's the air that's already gone through and been cleaned up. Now, if you end up where after your filter you have uh, a breach in your system, where you start getting a lot of dust and stuff pulled into the, the ductwork then it's a reasonable thing to go ahead and clean the ductwork. If the system was shut off and you did a bunch of remodeling in the house and the dust went up through the vents into the ducts, it's a good reason to clean the ductwork. But in general, okay. ductwork normally does not need to be cleaned, especially if your house has the media filters on it, you know, the pleated filters. Right, um, we do. 
Yeah, there really typically is no reason then to clean those ducks. And you have okay. to be careful if you ever do have ducks clean because if you've got the uh, the flex duck, which most of us do, and they've got the plastic inside, when they go to clean them, it just tears it all up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You bet. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. And, and folks, that's coming from a guy who has an air conditioning company. Uh they're, they're typically, if your system is being maintained and the air is being filtered properly, yes, your coils need to be cleaned periodically and things like that, but really your duct work, normally there's not a good reason to clean it. I'm not saying never. I'm just saying normally. Tony, this is Jim. How can I help you? Uh, yes, sir. I was uh, enjoy your show. I enjoy your show real, real well, and I was uh, listening to a week ago, and I'm one of those who shut off rooms when the kids are gone and shut off vents and everything. And I understand that the air conditioner can only push and what it pull. I think that was what uh, was said. Am yep. I doing wrong by blocking off rooms uh, and saving air conditioning space? You are, because your air conditioning system is designed to heat and cool a certain square footage. And when you start closing off rooms that way, you're changing the square footage, you're changing the airflow, you're therefore changing the mechanics of that unit. And in many cases, that's where your your home starts becoming uncomfortable, where it'll start feeling clammy uh, because the humidity levels start going up. So, yeah, you're actually money ahead to just leave the vents open and let everything circulate the way it's supposed to. Okay, yeah, I thought all these years I was doing good. Like One other thing, uh, the person who installed my unit is real adamant about Telling me to on the filters I change, and I do change them regularly. Buy the cheap ones and change them every three to four weeks in the, in the summertime, and yep. don't buy the one for 90 days. Buy the cheap ones and just change them real recent. Is that true too? Well, the, the way filters work is for every inch of filter thickness, that's a month. And there are some filters out there, you know, pleated filters and stuff. And I love the pleated filters, don't get me wrong. But some of them will start trying to tell you there are 60 or 90-day, one-inch pleated filter. No. Every month you need to change it because the airflow as it gets restricted going through that filter as debris gets on it, again, changes that air conditioning system the way it works. I see. And, and as a homeowner, about all I can do is, is wash the, the outside unit, keep that yep. free-flowing, and change the filter. That's about all I can do as a, as a homeowner. Is that correct? And keep the ants away from the outside unit because they get in and start messing with the capacitors and stuff. So you, what I've been told, when the air conditioner is running, go out there with the hose and, and let the hose run through the, the side filters on the unit. Is that okay? Yeah, you can spray it down. You know, And you only need to do that like once every month or two. It's not something you got to do every week. Uh, but, yeah, keep the plants away from it and keep debris off of it. Thank you very much. Enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. Every inch of thickness the filter is, that's how many months you can go without changing it. So if you've got a, a three-inch media filter, for instance, a pleated media filter, and that's what a lot of systems use now, you can go three months without having to change it. Uh, oh, so, I've been doing there two months, so yeah, yeah, yeah you need pretty you, dirty too. You need to up that up, and instead of using just a fiberglass type filter, go to what's called yep. a pleated filter. Okay. And they make those where they've got 
uh, you know, different microns as far as what can go through them. And that will help take out some of the stuff. Is it going to eliminate it completely? No, but it will definitely cut it down for you. Every inch of thickness the filter is, that's how many months you can go without changing it. So if you've got a, a three-inch media filter, for instance, a pleated media filter, and that's what a lot of systems use now, you can go three months without having to change it. Uh, oh, so, I've been doing it every two months, so yeah, yeah, yeah you need pretty you, dirty too. You need to up that up, and instead of using just a fiberglass type filter, go to what's called yep. a pleated filter. Okay, and they make those where they've got uh, you know different microns as far as what can go through them, and that will help take out some of the stuff. Is it going to eliminate it completely? No, but it will definitely cut it down for you. All right, Derek, you had a question. Yes. Go ahead. Yes, my question deals with I have central air and heat in the main portion of the house. Um, and when people come over, they like to sleep in their guest bedroom and they keep the door closed, which is understandable. Um, but, you know, the air, the, the air condition, the, the, the air just doesn't circulate. They have right. to. And the, so how do, you, how do you, is there anything that I can do to fix that? Sure. How 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 much uh, space is there under the door before you hit the flooring, the carpet or flooring yeah, or whatever carpet. you have? Uh, yeah. Not even. Yeah, it's just carpet. I mean, when that door closes, carpet. Yep. It, you gotta you gotta cut the bottom of the door off. Uh -huh. Typical to have good circulation in a bedroom like that. Uh -huh. Cut it off where you got about an inch and a half gap. Okay. And that allows enough air to move where you. Whereas the air is blowing into the room, it's got a way to get air out as well. Linda, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Hello, Jim. Uh, I'm going to be redoing some landscaping around my house, and I'm wondering whether or not if I, re if I planted some shady plants around my air conditioners that are currently in full sun all day, uh, would that uh -huh. help the efficiency of my air conditioners enough that I might notice a difference in my electric bill? Oh, yes. Okay. It's not, not going to make a huge difference. And, and the reason I hesitate to, to answer on that is there's a lot of ca caveats that got to go with it. The absolute answer is yes. An air conditioning system that's in the shade definitely will make a difference versus one that's out in full sun. Where we run into problems, though, is people plant the, the plants, and they let them grow too close to the air conditioning system, and then it, start, it starts affecting the airflow, and you get the reverse problem. It actually can hinder it. So if you'll put the plants far enough away that you keep a good, solid 12 to 16 inches of airflow around the air conditioning system, you'll be fine. Just don't let the branches grow over and start impeding the airflow. Okay, got it. I, I think I know what I need to do. Thanks very much. Alrighty, you take care, Linda. Thank you. And and that it's a common problem. Uh, and the same goes for putting a top above it. You know, if you put that top too low, the hot air that comes up from the fan will just circulate back down into the unit. You've lost the efficiency that you would have gained from having it in the shade you got to keep good airflow around an air conditioning system. And by the way, the misters, absolutely, 
will help reduce your energy consumption for a short period of time. If you consider what goes builds up on the glass, on, on your shower door glass and stuff, all the uh, mineral deposits and stuff, if you use a mister on your air conditioning system, all that mineral deposits is building up on the air conditioning fins, and it will eventually start it to not be as efficient as it would have been. So it's not that the misting doesn't work, but it, it uh, shortens the lifespan of your air conditioning system. Bernice, how are you? Hi, Jim. My question is regarding uh, installation of a new AC unit, yes. AC and heating. Um, and I wanted to know if you could give me some information or just um, some points on installing like American Standard versus, versus Rude. And okay. whether or not it would be beneficial for us to install a 16-seer versus a 14-seer. Well, the higher the seer number, the more energy efficient it's going to be. Okay. And uh, you know, then beyond that, you start getting into variable speeds, which help on energy efficiency as well. So, give me a, give me a little more detail. You're looking at American Standard versus Rude. Uh, both right. systems are good systems. I will tell you that American Standard is going to be rated as a higher end unit than Rude. Okay. Uh, okay. But both systems are, are are very adequate. Which one is 16? Which one is 14? So, actually, we just kind of uh, looked at the 14 and the 16 seer under each um, okay. uh, brand. And what kind of price so, difference was there? Well, um, they range between eight to 17000 for the, uh, I want to say American Standard, and then Rude was a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, and like and like I said, it is a little bit lesser unit, but uh, we put both systems in uh, on a regular basis. Both okay. will will do you just fine. Uh, really, the the as far as whether to go fourteen or sixteen is is going to depend on if you're going to stay in the home long term. If you're putting in the system and you know you're going to sell a house, say in three years, go with the fourteen. If okay. you're going to stay in the house. Uh, you know, for another, say, 10 years or something, then I would actually go with the 16 seer, mostly because okay. over time you're going to save that money. Okay. 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 I think the difference was like, a, as far as the price range between the two, was like between like a $6,000 difference. Say, for instance, we looked at American Standard 14 to 16 seer, and it was like a $6,000 difference. Mm, that sounds a, That sounds kind of husky for for a jump from a 14 to a 16. Right. I'm thinking That's they must have, there must be something else that they also upped in, in it. Like uh, like I was saying, that variable speed. I'm mm -hmm. thinking that the 14 seer they quoted might might have been just a, a standard uh, 14 seer. And then when they went to the 16, they, they maybe bumped it into a variable speed because that would add that much to it. Okay, actually, I think it was just the one speed because we wow. did look at the variable speed, and I think that came in the seventeen seer, if I'm not mistaken. Seventeen and eighteen, yes, ma'am. Seventeen and and, and on up to twenty-one. Right. Okay. So the sixteen seer was actually a one speed, you know, single speed. Okay, I would not okay. spend the extra six thousand to to do to make right. that jump. Okay. And then, uh, you know, there was like smaller companies that we were looking at and larger companies. Some of them, sure. you know, just trying to determine 
um, the service quality of whether or not to go with a smaller company versus the larger company. Well, you know, the smaller company, typically they're going to get to know your unit. They're going to know you on an individual basis. But the larger company, should you have an emergency, they typically have the personnel to jump right on it and get somebody out there. So that that's really just a, a comfort thing that you're going to have to to make peace with. And that music means I'm going to have to let you go because i okay. got to take a quick well, thank break. thank you so we'll much. Re- appreciate your time. Well, I appreciate you calling. Thank you. Hey, I'm with Glenn Geltmeyer from Carrier. And Glenn, you know, a lot of people suffer from the humidity in their homes. They don't even realize that's what's causing their problem, but the air conditioning system is so much more than for cooling the air nowadays, and it always has been, but really, what's the new technology for controlling that humidity level? Well, you're right, Jim. The air conditioning systems have uh, really evolved greatly in the last five to 10 years. In the past, if we had one, we all grew up, and it would come on if the temperature was too warm in the house and shut off if it was okay but it did not measure humidity in the house so if it did get humid in the house we'd go around and say man it's hot in here it's really not hot it feels humid and our body thinks it's hot and so we're looking for relief so what we've done in the past is we'd walk over to the thermostat and crank it down cold and it would overcool the space and then we're too cold and so Today's technology has gone a long way to, to uh, addressing that problem in a whole different way. A lot of the newer technology is going into these multi-stage systems and multi-speeds and multi-this and variable that. And How's all this helping me? Well, there's two main benefits. One is humidity control. You cannot take humidity out of the air if your system's not running. And so if you look at a typical weather pattern uh, in North Texas or South Texas, either one, um, we, don't, we don't need the full capacity of the system very often, maybe 5% of the time. And so what? Oh, we, but when I need it, by gosh, I want well, it. Well, that's right. But in air conditioning world, be, bigger is not better. And so you always want it to run and dehumidify the air. In those lesser weather condition times, you need to keep the system running. So if you have the system from the past, it's off. So today we have multi-stage systems, and that allows the system to keep running. So if you don't need full power, you can drop back a step. That was a two-stage system. In today's world, in carrier offering, you can drop as far as five steps down. Or you can offer a variable speed system where it kind of ramps up and ramps down to match whatever's going on inside the house and outside the house. Now, the first question is always, and I'm sure you guys hear this all the time, if the system's running, it's running up my electric bill. It's running, but it's not running up your electric bill because if it's not running full out, it's actually saving you quite a bit of energy. I put two five-stage systems in my own house last summer. Third week of the summer, my compressor died. So, like everybody else, I wanted it now. So, I changed two systems from single stage in third week of July. By August, which was a hotter month, my utility bill dropped 200 bucks that month. And so, it just showed you that if it runs in a lower speed than full out, there's energy saving as well as humidity control. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.